make it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Androids and Assets. I'm Marshall. And I'm Steven. We're uh, here with another episode of Emissaries of Profits. Uh, another double header for you. That's right. Because, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, a couple of... A couple oh of, boy. I mean, like, the episodes were fine, but also they weren't great. I do, I do think that uh, DS9 really doesn't hit its stride. No, yeah, yeah. We got none to get to duet. We got a, we got another oh, it's a, like 10, 11 it's episodes a, to get through before. It's a, yeah, be it's a long eight episodes duet at this point. Um, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. episode seven is uh, Dax, named, title of the episode, Dax. Uh, it aired February 14th, 1993, if you're following along on those dates. Uh, yeah. Uh, how would you give us a quick rundown? Okay, so basically... Uh, some what's the planet again? Uh, Claystron Four. Okay, so the the Claystron Claystronites, Claystrons, Claystrons, the Claystron Claystron Commandos, uh, show up and straight Mordecai Van Voon, uh, Van Noon, um, Dax. For those who don't know who Mordecai Van Noon is, he was a Israeli whistleblower who Israel kidnapped on Italian soil <laughs> and smuggled out of the country with a commando raid. Uh, anyway, it's a crazy story. You should look it up. But anyway. I mean, they were really good at doing that. They did it a lot. They did a lot. Yeah, they were like, fuck sovereignty. Sometimes more justified um, than others. Yeah, well, not all not all equal. Uh, you know. Anywho. Uh, where were we? Yes, okay, so he gets straight up commando kidnapped. Uh, well, but it's foiled, actually. Odo and the security team foiled the, foiled the commando kidnapping. So Just I, barely. They're not as good as the Israelis, I guess. Um, so yeah, so it's foiled, and then it's like they they ask the man, I was like, Why are you doing this? Like, always wanted for war crimes back on Claystron, and Claystron and the Federation some, have an extradition treaty, so an insane could- extradition treaty, uh, in which I guess Claystron can just unilaterally say, I want that dude, and the Federation has to give them, they don't even to have them? to tell them, apparently, yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, because they were just gonna grab him, yeah, and then. Anyway, so Cisco Cisco puts his thinking mind to it and comes around to being like the, the loophole that, ah, but we are on a Bajoran station. So it's actually it becomes a Bajoran extradition matter. Uh, and I guess there's also a Bajoran extradition treaty that's far less sweeping in its powers because, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it can still happen. Like, you know, so they have, uh, they have a little hearing, a Bajoran hearing with a Bajoran judge who has like a cool, like, cool fidget has a bunch of like cool little fidget toys that she plays with while she listens <laughs> to people. So fidget spinners, you saw it first. And I think a rock. Fidget orbs, yeah, and she, and she bangs a rock instead of a gavel. So yeah, this, this tells you how I don't know. Doesn't tell you. You, you got to watch over your fingers on that one. They probably teach you in judge school. <laughs> There's a whole class on that. Yeah. Uh, anywho, ultimately, um, Dax is well, the, and it's, it's a trial episode, and. Jazia basically refuses to defend Curzon. It's just like, mum's the word. Won't get a lawyer, won't testify, and basically is like, there's a lot of legal eagles bullshit, and ultimately uh, it's found out that the reason Jadzia is not saying anything is because when Jadzia was Curzon Dax, Curzon Dax um, had an alibi, but couldn't reveal the alibi because um, he was having an affair with the general's wife. And, and out of a sense of commitment to the secrecy, and sacredness of that tryst uh, would ma- would make no disclosures and would basically go to jail or face execution. Yeah, I think Curzon had promised yeah. the the wife, "I will never tell anyone about this." Yeah, 
and, and Jadzia is is bound by this. Yeah. So Jadzia would so morally. basically yeah. So so Dax condemned Jadzia to die, uh, to defend some chivalric nonsense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and, and but in the end, the wife makes the disclosure, provides him the alibi, and the charges are all dropped. It's also weird because the commando leader arresting guy is the son of said general. Yeah. Um, and I think slash. it comes out that the general was actually conspiring with the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then it died as a result yeah. of a betrayal there. So he yeah. was betraying and then got double-crossed yeah. and was killed and was revered as a hero. It's, it's incredibly convoluted, actually. Unnecessarily. Uh, unnecessarily, so. yeah. So, you know, um, so they just... Yeah, and then you, and then it's just basically, yeah. Uh, Jessica finishes up on her typewriter. Roll credits. We're done. <laughs> yeah, it's all uh, over. Yeah. Uh, also, hashtag end the third safe country agreement with the United States. Yeah. It is not a safe place. It, no. Yeah. Exactly. Like if. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on the topic of extradition treaties. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about this episode? Um, the fact that. Well, yeah. I mean, I just think whoever negotiated that extradition treaty, uh, from the Federation's side should probably be out of a job. Like, that is... <laughs> yeah, my, my only question is, what was Curzon Dax doing in this military conflict as a belligerent? Yeah, was, yeah. Was, like, is, what, like, is, I don't... Is the Federation doing some, like, arm and equip nonsense? Like, was he, like, dropped in the middle? Yeah, here's how he not belong here's to the how use the Federation Type 32 uh, anti-air heavy phaser on a light tank chassis. <laughs> 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 you know? I, I mean, it's also possible that Curzon, you know, didn't have this... Wasn't the Federation officer at the time? Maybe, yeah. It was just a it was just a hired gun. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it's anyway, but it was definitely weird. was definitely like an officer in an army in this planet civil war. Yeah, in some capacity. Uh, so that's a huge what the fuck. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're not even going to touch that. I think in any detail. No extradition treaties. They are varied and uh, can be terrible. I'm going to cut that part out. Uh, and then the next episode that we watched is episode eight, The Passenger, uh, air date February 21st, 1993. I, I liked this one quite a bit. Uh, I got quite a few chuckles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I laughed at it a lot of times. I don't know if that means that it's a good episode. I'm, I'm really curious now about transferring my consciousness to you through my glial cells, so... <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know, do you want to do a summary for this, or should I summarize it? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, a quick summary. Um, it starts off, Bashir is uh, once again uh, alone with, with uh, Kira Nerys, um, expounding upon how he's so great and she's so lucky to have been able to to be near him. I think there was an earlier episode that he was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're definitely character foils for each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, uh, cause yeah. Because she's very much like, oh, no nonsense, get it done, and he likes to pontificate about bullshit. For sure. Um, so he, he's going on about how he's such a good doctor and, and he's a gift to the world. And uh, Anyway... Yeah. Uh, and, and when he talks about his singular vision to see what's coming next and seeing things no one else gets and how... Yes. Which is uh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> So uh, they get a they get a distress signal uh, just on the range of their sensors. There's a Kobliad vessel looking for any help because their central power line has exploded. Is it Kobliad? Kobliad. Kobliads. Yeah, right. the Kobliads. I don't know. Yeah. You hear about them a couple of times. There's yeah. not a lot of detail. Uh, they go and they rescue them. They get on the ship. Uh, Kira Norris is like just spraying a, a, a fire extinguisher around. Uh, Bashir 
brings a lady back to consciousness, breaks into a prisoner hold, um, is strangled briefly. The prisoner dies. They all go back to the, the station. The lady wakes up and she's like, my prisoner that I was transporting, he's very devious. I won't believe that he's possibly dead in any way, shape, or form. You can't convince me. Uh, it turns out she was right. He was yeah. not dead yet. Bring out your dead. Here's one. <laughs> ninepence. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Definitely insert that sound effect. Yeah. Uh, Did that man well? <laughs> I thought it was Randy. Did you, know, you fire they, Randy? We have high turnover. <laughs> you know, the, the Androids and Assets intern is... Uh, I mean, <laughs> also, their job is very... Um, and the commute's killer if you're coming to our deep sea lab under the South Pole. Uh, getting here by DSV every day. <laughs> and weeks... Months at a time, you might not have work. <laughs> We're anyway. just working on other projects. <laughs> the intern just twiddling his thumbs. Um, so, uh, yes, there's some various hijinks uh, on the the station. We know there's a, a Duridium shipment coming in. Duridium is used exclusively by the Kobliads to extend their lifespan because their cells are degrading or something so they i don't know they all take duridium supplements and yeah it's a it's a dark eld it's a dark or dark eldar situation for the 40k nerds out there uh <laughs> their cells are just constantly getting munched on by some <laughs> weird space demon and this is you just feed it cold yeah. you feed it duridium, and duridium and, and you don't die yeah uh i guess or so something. there's a duridium shipment coming in that's what this uh, this fellow Vantica was coming to steal, but then he got captured by uh, the, the the other Kobliad lady, um, and then we find out that Vantica is still alive, still going off for the the um, Duridium shipment. Yeah, he's still going to make the the heist, and uh, then we find out that uh, at, a, at a dramatic reveal, Bashir has been taken over by <gasps> shocking uh, by Vantica. Because, you know, Vantica had these maps of a, hum- of a humanoid brain and over 70, 70 simulations of storing one person's brain inside of an, one person's consciousness inside 70. of another person's yeah. brain. 70 can, can, simulations. Can I say as a person who has studied the brain, not, not hugely, but just in a, in a, in a, in a preliminary capacity, the, the pawns on that brain were incredibly small. <laughs> This person clearly has like proprioceptive. The map wasn't the scale. Think. Well, I get no, but relative to the rest of the brain, anyway. Um, also, Bashir tells us that this is entirely possible to store somebody's consciousness in another brain because humanoids only use a small portion of their brain. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Bashir is revealed to be controlled by Vantica. Uh, he threatens to steal the ship or die trying. They find a way to get rid of that. They, they find a way to incapacitate him. They get the, the shipment back. They get Vantica. Uh, everyone is saved in the end, and Bashir is shown to be the fool that he appears to be. And it feels so good. <laughs> so good. The best part of the DS9 so far is watching Cisco phaser Bashir. Yeah. Just like, so ah, much. yes, that's what's been... He's had that coming. Foisted by his own petard. Which I guess is a reference to bomb makers. Yes, it is. Yeah. You, did you tell me that? Maybe. Maybe. I, don't I don't know. know. Anyway, I learned that recently. From Hoisted someone. by his own petard. Uh, yeah, it's something yeah, about yeah. they make their own bomb and it explodes and well, where you go. Hazardous profession. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I think the most interesting thing in Passenger is probably that uh, the Federation is 
mining Deridium in the Gamma Quadrant solely for the use of a single species to prolong their life, which just seems like, I mean, hey, I value life as much, well, maybe not as much as the next person, but I value life a lot. Uh, but that seems like a huge cost to go through. Like, we're going to send ships into the Gamma Quadrant searching for Deridium. Yeah, because but your guys' like, like your cells have degraded. You're a dying <laughs> your race. Your cells have degraded. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I question whether the the Kobliads can actually have children. Like, yeah, I don't know. It seems just like sort of like you're just, I don't know. My cells like, are put, degrading too. Put them in Federation. hospice care. And and just let the Kobliads go out and, and make it comfortable for them. Okay. But like you're just prolonging yeah. okay. the inevitable. Marshall, Deridium extends life. It expands consciousness. <laughs> Deridium must flow. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're <laughs> right. You know, if you control the Deridium, you control the universe. It's also an incredibly dangerous substance. Yeah, apparently. At some point, very... the, the, uh, the, sh- the ship containing the Deridium is at risk of exploding. Uh, and Cisco's like, oh no, we can't do that. If we did, all habitable space would have to be evacuated. For how far? <laughs> Why? What is it's that? in space. <laughs> it's millions of kilometers away from anywhere else. It's but, not even inside the Bayshore like solar system, yeah, right? It's just like, like uh, yeah. Whoa, 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 guys, guys. He's threatening to put deridium into space. in the vacuum of space. Whoa. Who mines this stuff? Yeah. Where does it come from? Yeah, why are you transporting if it's that dangerous that like a single molecule landing on a planet means it has to be evacuated? Like, sure, the Kobliads seem like real nice people. I'm going to let them die. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's not worth transporting Deridium. Yeah. The risk is not worth it. Well, if it renders... The Kobliads are doomed anyway. Well, fair enough, I guess. Um, so there's a utilitarian argument from Marshall. Now, me with the deontological perspective uh, is, I mean, how would Kant handle this? Give me a second. Uh, oh yeah, they're not human, so they can all die. <laughs> <laughs> deontological hot takes. Wow. I guess that raises a good question of of humanity. Yeah. They are humanoid, if nothing yeah, else. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to ask the old mummy. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to ask me old mummy. <laughs> well, Nietzsche, Nietzsche refers to Kant as a mummy. It's pretty funny. All right. Uh, it's, a good, good, it's a sick philosophy burn. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so those are our two episodes, uh, Dax and The Passenger. My, uh, my one big thing is, in this episode, we learn that the Federation has no sense of digitized person's rights. So what we have, like basically what he happens is he, tra- he there's a personality transcription. Um, Vindic- Vindic- Vindica? Vantica. Vantica. Vantica uh, transcribes his personality Vantica. into a computer program and then writes it into a, into a brain, I guess. But then it's, at the end, it's pulled out. It's transcribed back into a hard drive. <laughs> Pushed. And it's just destroyed. Vantica. Vantica. <laughs> All right, it's a, it's a deep cut for people who have seen the episode only. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain it, but impor- more importantly is yeah. So we have we, what we have is like a digitized consciousness here, and and at the end the his Vantica's jailer just destroys the hard drive. 
that he's like, stored I guess on. it could be a digitized consciousness, but it's also sort of like a parasitic consciousness. Well, he, okay, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, this... as far as we know, there's no way that you could just put that into a computer and sort of boot up. I mean, I don't know. I like to think the Federation probably could. Well, um, I mean, maybe, but it but, seemed like it was like yeah. it could be implanted in mm-hmm. a humanoid brain. Sure. What if you find a brain dead person? I'm, I'm not saying. Sure. I mean, whatever it is, but like you know, I I mean, a brain clearly, dead person. Well, that's yes. That's a good question because okay. they're probably not using that small portion of their brain. That they're I not that exactly. <laughs> just, just, just the, the, that all that empty space in there, because uh, you know, if you're unless all of your neurons are firing, they're doing nothing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're seizing all the time, your brain is just fucking wasted. Um, yeah. Signal. Signal to anyway. We won't go into it. What I do want to say, though, is the Federation clearly... I mean, also, one thing, we never see, uh, like, um, I guess, like, to uh, singularity. Like, the singularity never happens. No, like, no. Like, you never see uh, you never personality transcription or some sort of, like, uh, transhumanoid, like, digital consciousness. Says, as far as we know, don't exist. I think, also, it wasn't... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to question... We're gonna, we're deep deep cutting in now into this episode that really is meaningless. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't digitized. Um, they they used a transporter to beam the glial cells that were infected with Vantica out of Bashir's body, and they put them in a micro holder. So just in a storage case. So there were still like human cells, glial cells that stored an entire consciousness. Well, that's inside even, of a, that's worse. <laughs> that's only worse. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. But I think those glial cells then would need to be implanted somewhere where they could survive. So I don't think it was like so, so in, in another, but in a clone of Bashir. Yeah, which I mean, as we've learned from the show, you can just whip up in your garage <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> that's so, probably what they should have done: um, is clone Bashir, yeah. put the glial cells then, in, it and, and said, "Vantica, we're taking you to prison, <laughs> taking you to jail, so you can work for the state of California." They would put um, him in prison. And then <laughs> put the cells in yeah. so that he has no way to escape. And, no, but like anyway, no, I think I mean that seems crazy to me because the concept is I think in order like like I guess it becomes this whole issue of like software versus hardware to be reductive about it. I don't like this analogy, but I think it's like is yeah was was it uh, was it a, a program that that Vantica mm-hmm. used to write onto Bashir's brain? That was my understanding. Is that somehow by very like quietly tapping on his on his like cells on his neurons on his skin tapped in typed in the code for his own consciousness and this is a well, crazy I mean, concept like, he used a <laughs> using using used the micro generator using the motor used a micro generator to transmit through his motor neuron into his brain the signal that then wrote itself on which this is not how neurobiology functions touched. yeah he touched Bashir, him but the used the micro generator mm-hmm. And and then through the glial cells, <laughs> through the glial, the glial cells were the heart. It was the it was the wire that Used. transmitted the signal, and the signal wrote itself into, you know, wrote itself onto the hardware. So it's like a software uh, issue. Well, I mean, except then, how do you just like use a transporter to remove only the the bad glial I mean, cells? Yeah, because it, well, because it's stupid on its face. I guess is the <laughs> the yeah. whole thing is yeah. dumb. Anyway, um, okay. So it, given okay, I'll get I'll I'll accept your premise and say that yes. It was a uh, like a uh, a digitized consciousness. Mm-hmm. The Federation might still uh, uh, respect those the rights of a digitized consciousness, but they had turned authority of the prisoner back over to the Kobliads, mm. and 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 maybe um, Kajata had been you know 
authorized for summary execution. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Well, we don't really know. But I will. I mean, I have my suspicions about the Federation. and I, think, I mean, we know nothing I about think, the Cobra. But I think that their ship, I, but I believe that their ship and station AIs are slaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, don't, I think they don't take Hundo digital. P. Hundo P? 100%. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm hip. So, yeah, that's right. Whoa, yeah. Don't need to be extra about it. <laughs> um, that's probably already... That's not very on fleek of me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we just, we go further we'll just go further, further back. back. <laughs> that's radical. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, tubular man. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, all oh, this to say... real old school. <laughs> back to the... Yeah. Taking it back 2,000 years. All this to say, uh, I don't think the, that the... Uh, I think that they have maybe some sort of like ideological... The Federation has some sort of ideological um, commitment to bio- biological-based uh, consciousness. Oh, yeah. That without neurons, uh, you don't meet their criteria. So they have some sort of weird, weird test for consciousness that way that somehow involves uh, a brain or brain-like structure because they, they respect the rights of data. Yeah, but data has a but barely though. Barely, sure. Because he has to fight. He has to fight for that regularly. Yeah. So, yeah. So clearly, this is a side. So I think we found like we found like this uh, very big prejudice inside the Federation, and and a, and a pretty like major hypocrisy. I love I love I love these gotchas on Star Trek where I'm like, ah, you say it's a perfect society, but what about this? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we do. Yeah, that's, that's right. We do. Pedantic as fuck. Woo! I mean, eh, it's sort of the basis of this entire <laughs> podcast. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> to us this. be pedantic. Uh, yeah, episodes seven and episodes eight, early 1993. If you uh, disagree with us about the slaves, the AI being slaves, uh, or, or you think that the Kobliads, you know, uh, are right or or you're like yeah claystrons should definitely have extradition treaties like that and it's perfectly reasonable you know yeah, or let if you us have, know yeah if you know if you can tell us what Curzon dax was doing there uh that would be great that would be super um, i also want to know if you have like very strong thoughts about this glial cell versus <laughs> <laughs> signal versus glial cell debate uh it would it would be great you can at us yeah please um, do asset droid on twitter uh or uh individually i'm econo boyd and I'm Steve Droids. Yep. You can also, uh, you know, email us if you don't want to put it out there for the entire world. I'm Marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, at androidsandassets.ca. And I'm Steve Steve, S-T-E-V-E, S-T-E-V-E. I really regret that email <laughs> at this point, uh, at androidsandassets.ca. It's not too late to change it, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I'm the administrator, so I think... <laughs> might be too late no one's emailed me on it yet except for you so <laughs> i think it's not too late somebody soon now email him oh no uh yeah thanks again for listening uh and we'd uh, we'd love to hear any thoughts that you have while you're you're out uh hanging out with your other digitized consciousness friends it's living on hard drives yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you might be a transhumanist and uh some 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 serious thoughts about Transhuman rights. Yeah, Ray Kurzweil at us. <laughs>